0: Now some of us might have noticed that we're a little bit anxious and maybe it's something that is more serious than what you anticipate, than what you initially thought. So as you're going to sleep, you start having anxious thoughts about the day ahead, the next day, the week ahead, whatever it is, um, or when you wake up. What's causing this? How can we make bedtime or waking up more peaceful? We chat to registered counsellor de Seko for more on this. Thanks so much for joining us again, Moleboheng. It's always good to have you, darling. Thank you, and hello to all your listeners. Um, let's start from the from the top. How common is anxiety for people who are about to go to sleep or as they wake up? Um. So I
1: think it's it's. it's It's important that we, you know, sort of differentiate between the actual anxiety and just feelings maybe, you know, just feeling a little bit anxious before bed. So I think it's, 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 it's common in a lot of people to feel just a little bit anxious, you know, just to, oh, I didn't finish my presentation uh, for tomorrow, or you know, I have this big meeting with my boss in the morning, so that's a little bit stressful. Um, to anxiety. So anxiety, you identify whether it's in the morning or just before bed, it's your racing thoughts, it's your heart palpitations, um, sweating, um, irritable bowel syndrome, so those are physical symptoms that you start feeling um, so that would be the more serious stuff. Um, and just feeling anxious can also be related to uh, the stress hormone, which is cortisol. So in some of us, it's, it's a lot higher in the mornings or just before bed. Um, that's not something to be too worried about because it just means maybe there's a lot of high level of stress in life. So there is an external factor that contributes to why you feel anxious. However, if there's not quite a lot of things that are contributing and you experience it more often than not, it might be a little bit more serious than just feeling a bit anxious.
0: Are there uh, lifestyle changes that we can do that can help with reducing the the actual anxiety, like proper prescribed or Mm. diagnosed anxiety before going to sleep or when waking up? Or is it something like... I don't know. Seeking the help of a counselor or medication.
1: Well, I think there are. I mean, you can begin with the lifestyle changes. However, you need to complement that with seeking uh, professional help Mm -hmm. because if it is a diagnosable anxiety, which is generalized anxiety disorder, you would have to be on medication sort of to help alleviate the chemical imbalances that you experience in the brain, and also combine it with. Um, therapy or counselling, just so you work through and identify your triggers. Um, However, the lifestyle changes that can be made by each and every one of us is just generally practicing good sleep hygiene. So what that means is going to bed a little bit earlier. Um, So you go to bed a little bit earlier than you normally would. um, And just before bed, you shut down from all electronic social media, your phones, um, if it also helps, you can have what we what our normal phones and our smartphones have um, a bedtime routine. So you can set bedtime at a certain time, and it will wake you up at a certain time. And in between that time, no alerts come through, nothing comes through. So you deep, so you literally unplug from your phone. Mm. Um, and also, it's also just in terms of. You know, keeping a journal if you feel like a lot of things are overwhelming and identifying what sort of things come through to you at night when you're about to sleep. Those can generally be seen as your triggers. And also in the morning, identify is it is it something that's happening at work or maybe at school if you're studying um, or at home. If, you know, you, you're married or you've got family or you're in a relationship, just identify what things sort of come up. Um, also limit stimulants. So coffee, sugar, all those things. If you the general rule is if you want to have coffee, have it as early as possible because it stays in your system for a long time. So if you if you have
0: coffee around twelve o'clock you can expect to be have
1: it in your system right until to bedtime. So I think you would have coffee just a little bit earlier in the day. Mm -mm.
0: I mean, I want to say I don't even feel like coffee has an effect on me anymore. Like it's it's, it's basically part of my DNA. But but I so I can I, I can understand how how it can definitely impact people. Here's yeah. a situation. Let's say um, you are not familiar with your mental health state, but you're noticing yeah. that you're having these feelings. Um, yeah. uh, you're in now. You're in the middle of let's say a panic attack slash anxiety storm as you're about to get into bed or when you are waking up, Mm -hmm. what would you advise for someone to do? Okay. So
1: the first thing that I always like to do is bring people's attention to their breathing because, believe it or not, people forget to breathe. (laughs) Um, So I think I would definitely say bring attention to your breathing. So I have this star technique. that i It's a star technique. So you spread out your one hand, and with your other index finger, you trace up and down your your one hand. And as you trace, you breathe breathe in and out, in and out. So what that does, it, it focuses your breathing and it also brings your attention back to something physical. Yes. Because a lot of the times when you're having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, it's not physical. You feel it physically, but the feelings that are coming up are quite abstract. So if you can physically focus on something or distract your mind, then you are able to bring yourself back and calm yourself
0: down. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Mulubeheng, if I was—I mean, if you were in my position and we were going to be wrapping this up, what is the final thought that you would like to leave people listening with when it comes to these um, these situations? Because again, I'm going to just reiterate—we yeah. talk about it. I'm very comfortable with the shishi poo poo and the mental mm-hmm. health and all of that. For some people, it's not. It's no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. How do we? How do we leave people who might have this? Don't realize it, don't acknowledge it, just with hmm, something to think about. Go to the doctor. Mm.
1: (laughs) I think um, a lot of our bodies will tell you, listen to your body. When your body starts uh, breaking down quite often, it's a sign that you need to pay attention to your mental health. Um, And just know that it's okay to not be okay. Reach out to your support as well.
0: It's okay to not be okay. I love yeah. that. It's a good way. It's a good way to leave things. Um, as always, thank you so much for for chatting to us and uh, wishing you a good week ahead. Thank you so much. You too. If you would like to catch up on this and others like it, you can jump onto fivefm.co.za. Go to catch ups. XL mornings, extra loud mornings, self care sessions are all there from our previous weeks, and this one will be there uh, during the course of this week as well. Take care of yourself. Care Sessions
1: on 5 Extra Loud Mornings.